Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the show where a real statistics professor gives you sports betting tips. I'm your host, Professor Sides, and for the latest updates and information, you can follow me on Twitter, or just find me, you don't have to follow me, just find me on Twitter, at Professor Sides. Uh, this Major League Baseball episode covers, hey, we get a game on Monday, October 17th, 2022. In case you're here, check out the webpage on the banner right there, www.pickswiththeprofessor.com slash new for a primary explanation. If you haven't seen that yet, pause it, go read that, come back. Otherwise, the goals for this episode are to share key information about this game, give you some things to think on and explain why certain plays are being made. I never recommend blindly tailing or fading any pick, rather to hear the justifications and thought processes to make sure you're fully on board with me or against me before investing your hard-earned money. As always, remember there are no locks in gambling, so what I provide are loves, likes, and leans, that is A, B, and C grades, indicate my confidence level with respect to scaling your wagers. However, please understand that good and bad variants will occur. So as much as I'd like to say it will be profitable each and every day, that is an impossible reality for any gambler. Guardians had a lot of chances to get us that third run, and that would have turned every losing play into a winning play. And that's the thing with the one game, right? And that's why... Um, you know, I always talk about being careful with multiple plays, making multiple plays in the same game uh, that are correlated like that. You know, don't go full units on all of them, right? Split your wagers. Um, but, you know, uh, <clears throat> unfortunately, I kind of took a lot of different angles at it. And just that one extra run, uh, we would have had the run line, would have had the total over, uh, would have had the team total, would have had all of it. Um, just couldn't get it done. Uh, I'm excited for game five. I feel like we're all excited to have baseball here on Monday night. Uh, something else to watch alongside Monday night football since there'll be nothing else happening, but, uh, man, one more run guardians could have got us there, but, uh, that's the way gambling goes. And, uh, we'll try to get this one. We've done so well in the playoffs and, uh, especially this round, the division series feels like, and looking back at the data, most of the misses have been one swing of the bat could have gotten us just to, I think probably every loss. haven't had many of them. Um, just, just missing uh, on the ones we missed, but mostly hitting. And I got a couple things I like here and recommend for you tonight. But before we get to that, a couple of minors, please hit that like button if you are on YouTube. Also, if you aren't yet, please consider subscribing or following. It's free. And if you turn on notifications, you won't miss any of the college basketball, MRB, or college football content that this channel provides. We've also got that Patreon page for those of you looking to support the show and get extra benefits. Membership starts at $3 per month and gets you the play of the day. Again, in the playoffs, I'm giving you a lot of plays here, but... Um, for college football, plays in the time slot went 4-0-1 on Saturday. 3-0-1? All the plays of the day went 4-0-1. College football went 3-0-1. Uh, highlighting my favorite play has been profitable. It was free on the website. It's profitable. We're on Patreon. You can make much more than $3 a day just finding out my favorite thing that I like each day. A lot of good options there. Uh, put a little extra work in for you, and I think it's worth your investment. So check out that uh, Patreon page, the Link is in the show description. Let's get to it. All lines, the line, courtesy of Bet Online. Sign up link also in the show description. And current as the time of this recording on Sunday night, right after game four ended. As a reminder, the price you see on screen in parentheses is the money line price needed for that side to reach a certain level play. And we're not far from it here in game five. I, this is one where what you to, you know. There's a lot of things to talk about in this game. A lot of interesting angles. So my, my this one's a really an educational episode. And maybe that's what I'm going to teach you as much as just I want to get you thinking about some things here. There's a lot happening in a game five. It's not quite so straightforward. It's not just plugging the two starting pitchers into the model. That will be Aaron Savali and Jamison Tyon. 
both of which received grades, according to the model, as just better than average, but not by much. But for both teams, it's going to turn into an all-hands-on-deck bullpen-type game. It should go well for the Guardians. I mentioned this in the write-up preview of this game for our Patreon subscribers. Savali going two times through this lineup, four innings, is all you need from him, and then turn it over to the best bullpen in baseball. The Yankees not having Montas hurts them. Talion is decent, but that Yankees bullpen now not very good to start with. Now having gone four straight days, you saw the bullpen issues creep up on them in game three. You know, there's a lot of adrenaline, but the adrenaline doesn't necessarily always help. Right, That extra adrenaline can sometimes make you throw it harder, but leave it hanging over the plate. I think the Guardians are still inside to back here. The issue is the price isn't as good as I was hoping for. I was hoping for a better price than minus 165 on the run line. You can see that reflected in the price of the money line. Sideline says this should be Yankees minus 133. And right now, a B-grade threshold for the Guardians is plus 135. So it does eke into um, uh, B-grade territory basically given that the current line is guardians plus 134 so some three numbers right there really close right so this is 133 actually 134 we need 135 for bigger it's basically a b grade pick on the money line but it's just not as good of an advantage we've had on the guardians the rest of the series and if you back them all four times on the money line you made money right you went two and two but you got plus odds on all of them and you made money it's just not as favorable here. I, like I said, I love this Cleveland bullpen, but that's priced knowing that, right? They're pricing this saying the Guardians can get forward into the Savali, and then this game should go fairly well for them. Obviously, the Yankees offense is really good. They, the Guardians really are going to have a hard time shutting them up completely, but they can minimize the damage. Whereas the Yankees really need it all on Tyon. And it's kind of like I said, um, a little bit less extreme, though, but for game four, which is for the Yankees to be successful in game four, it was going to be Garrett Cole having a really good start. He had a pretty solid start. Um, the Guardians left him, let him get off the hook a couple times, including that base running gap by Ramirez at first base. But that was what keyed them to victory was Garrett Cole. And this is the thing here. Tygon's going to have to have a good start. If he gets hit around early, it's it's – it's going to be tough for them. So this is kind of a situation where I think the money line or the run line makes a lot of sense for the Guardians, but it's not A-grade territory. It's an investment that I think I'm comfortable making, but just not at that extra 50% boost that I give the A-grade play. So my official pick will be run line minus 165 B-grade, but if you want to split it between the money line, like I said, I think this has a good chance of going well for the Guardians, giving the later innings just – it feels like it's got to go better for the Guardians and the Yankees. But I do like the run line in that if the Yankees get up um, early, the Guardians just hang on. It kind of plays out pretty similar to the two games that the Guardians have, have lost, but maybe they're able to get one more run than they did in game four and then lose by one. So I, I, I like this run line play. I just wish I got better odds of minus 165. So if you could get minus 150 would really be my threshold for an A-grade play. You're probably not going to get it, but you never know how money's going to come in, especially on a team like New York, which is just such a public team. Um, but we're not too far away from a Yankees play, not as far as we were before. It's just, I still don't think it's profitable. Sideline says um, we need minus 130 to be invested in the Yankees and the current price is minus 145. So it's as usual here, it's guardians or pass. It's not as heavy as before split run line, money line. I think run line 
is slightly better, but it's really rounding here. It's all about personal preference on this one. And I've got an underplay for you here. Under 7.5 at minus 120. Sideline says this should be 7.3. The only concern on this one, and this is where we talk about correlation. And this is where you want to think through how the game is going to play. Maybe this is where you start thinking about team totals. Um, the concern for this under is Tyon doesn't have a very good start. Tyon doesn't have a very good start. Gets the bullpen. Yankees don't have enough relievers at this point. They did earlier in the season. They're just not healthy right now. They don't have the same arms, right? It's 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 like it's not just Chapman, right? He's just not even really important to the conversation with all the relievers they lost this year. Um, that's where the game goes over. If it goes over, then we've won the, the Guardians play. Um, if that doesn't happen, this should stay low scoring. It's going to be a very chilly night in New York. We're going to be in the upper 50s. Um, the winds will be blowing out, but under 10 miles an hour, so not extremely helpful. I talk about Yankee Stadium as a park that plays pretty pitcher-friendly in the fall and early season, pretty hitter-friendly in the summer or in the fall here. The other thing of note is the possibility of rain in this game. Right now, I've got 20-ish percent chance of rain to start but upping towards about 50% by the end of the game. Now, we're almost 24 hour, 20 hours away from first pitch right now at the time of this recording. I will post on Patreon an update about this for all subscribers. Three bucks get you in the door. I'll post it for everybody. What the model says about the rain chances in the morning as well, or go search your own weather forecast, see how you feel about that. If there's rain in this game, I think it benefits the under. Here's why neither one of these pitchers is really like needing to go seven innings. There's no Garrett Coles here, right? If this was Garrett Cole starting a little bit of a different story, rain comes in who big edge guardians, because now it's going to mess Cole up. Maybe he sits for a long time, whatever. If there's some rain in this one and you go to the next pitcher. That's what relievers do. Anyway, it's not a big deal. Rain messes up hitters rhythms. And it messes up starting pitcher rhythms, but relievers, they just come in randomly anyway. So, if there's some rain delays, edge relievers, if it's rain and it's a wet game in general, edge pitchers, hitters don't like hitting in moisture as long as we can avoid errors. That's obviously the key. But avoiding errors gives pitchers the edge in this situation. And if there's any rain delay, it pushes us later into the evening. Now, instead of upper 50s, we're talking about mid 50s, or maybe low 50s, depending on how late we get into the night and how the front exactly plays out in the area. So there's a chance that weather makes this under look even more appealing than it does right now. When I play under seven, sideline says 7.3, so probably not. Seven's such a key number that I, I would like the win on seven, not just the push, but under seven probably isn't the craziest play. I, I just I think seven's a really likely landing spot. I was kind of expecting to see another 6.5, and I was going to play over 6.5. I think this game finishes four to three. I don't know who wins with the run line play, though, and with the under seven, a four to three finish gets us to the window on both. But again, think about how these things are correlated. Think about your narrative for the game, how you think it's going to play out. Really a lot keys off a tie on. I think for the Guardians, I think we kind of know what's going to happen. Savali's going to go one time through, two times through, turn it over to the pen. You got a lot of good arms there. The Yankees are good enough to probably score two, three runs. Question is, can the Guardians get to Tyon? So I think that's mainly the main way you got to handicap this. I don't think Tyon's that good. I think there's a decent chance they either get to him or they knock him out. 
such that they can get to someone in the bullpen. Um, if we're seeing a parade of relievers for the Yankees, one of them is going to have an off night and give up some runs, kind of like we saw from the Dodgers, uh, the same sort of thing where it's like you see a parade of relievers, someone's going to give it up at some point. Um, they just don't have the, – the Guardians and the Mariners are the only two teams where I think that's maybe not the case, maybe the Braves as well. I mean, there's only a handful of teams that have that elite set of relievers. So that's my angle on this game. Again, my two official plays under 7.5 and Guardians run line. But like I said, I think Guardians money line might make a little bit of sense if you want to split your wager as well. Or think about those player pops for Tyon. If you're on the Yankees, I'd rather invest there than on the Yankees prices. I think as a team, I think they're just a little bit overpriced. And that's all I've got for you here today. We got just the one game. We'll be back with you tomorrow, 24 hours from now, with talk about the NLCS Padres and Phillies. So that should be a lot of fun. If you haven't subscribed yet, don't forget to do that so that all this stuff is dropped right into your feed. Got a lot of baseball content this week and a lot of college football content. As always, best of luck. And remember, you can eat your betting money, but please don't bet your any money.